Hello everybody, how's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing great. Welcome to Soaking Nostalgia. What? <laughs> uh, hello. Hello. Welcome to the finale of Season 2 of Soaking Nostalgia. Um, now, last week you heard Part 1 of this finale. Uh, tonight you will hear Part 2. This is the last one of the season we had to, um, <clears throat> we had to split it into two because we are long-winded. Yes, very long-winded. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to do this uh, like normal. We've got a, our intro. We've got uh, stuff to cover. And then we'll get into the main topic, which is the most overrated bands. Why do you, you say it like that? I don't know. It's so weird. I know. <laughs> also, you never use a sound, so give me this. Okay. I might need a back here in a minute, though. Um, anyway, <laughs> as always, tonight, for Soaking Nostalgia, we're actually going to be joined by uh, Sir Bradley, Mr. Alan Hogan, as well as Tiny. Popping your fingers each time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but for this part here, tonight, before we get into the main topic, I am your host, The Matt. I'm Kat. Hi, hey. Kat. You're dragging me into it again. I know. Because I, I, I like having someone to talk to when we discuss things. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so, as always, if you would like to reach us, we are at SoakingNostalgia at gmail.com, DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com, our website, which will be updated before we get done with the hiatus, DeadpanStudio.com. We also have social media, if that's how you fly. How you fly? That's right. Grandpa? The fuck? <laughs> We're that's at... how you fly, youngins. Go right. to with the social medias. That, that, that's how you roll. And give us a follow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go ahead and do that. At Soaking Nostalgia and at Deadpan Studio 18, which is probably a better shot than you ever emailing us. <coughs> so bitter. Ah, yeah. It's a bitter pill to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are listening to us, with that it means we're on one of these different streams. Wow. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as Podbean, which is what, Cat? What? <laughs> it is our server our server as well as another uh way to stream us it's an app and a website deadpanstudio.podbean.com sorry i always forget the name of my podcast twitter because i was gonna plug myself go for it the history of underscore 28 boom that's it right the history of with cat i'm gonna learn you guys some stuff i hope so because and i know i keep talking about it <laughs> i miss having you on mic well okay I have the first episode recorded and done. Yes, it's done. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna tease them. Okay, that's right. Um, anyway. Well, anyways, <laughs> I'm getting back on track with what I was gonna do originally, which is like food and drinks. Yeah. But I'm putting, in light of recent events, I'm putting a spin on it in a positive way. And that sounds wonderful to me. Heal you. By the way, once again. Wow, get ready to hit that button again because you know what? Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Now, I've said it before. Uh, racism has no place in my life. No. No. Um, of course, me being a white person, I suffer from <laughs> white privilege. Oh, so. We suffer from it. <laughs> well, we have it. We have if it. If you white, you got it. Doesn't That's mean right. your life can't be hard. 
doesn't mean, doesn't mean bad things can't hard. happen to you. That's right. doesn't mean you haven't worked hard to earn everything you've got. However, yes. the struggle that you face isn't dependent on the color of your skin. Word. That's right. Um, I mean, you could have terrible parents, live in a terrible place, have trouble getting jobs, have all sorts of bad shit, but yeah. still. I think and, some people, well, I think a lot of white people think that it means that we can't struggle. And it's like, no, you can have trouble with money. You can have trouble with oh, diseases. Yeah. You can have Everything. bad family members, toxic friends, like all no sorts of bad what, shit can no happen to you. No matter what race you are, you will struggle. So yeah. Yeah, but and that, 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 you know, and people white say, people are privileged yeah, the world over. That's the difference with uh, doesn't mean we can't have Black Lives Matter and all lives matter. Yes, we get it. All lives do matter. But look, all the people screaming all lives matter are usually quoting scripture. So here, read the Bible. There's an old, <laughs> there's an old, uh, what, what do you call them? A parable? Uh, like a story or a paragraph story. or a verse what there's a story it's in been the a Bible while since i cracked open that book <laughs> uh, jesus is uh shepherding parable. Parable. 100 sheep sorry i'm stuck on the word parrot a story yeah it's a story. from the bible <laughs> <laughs> jesus is shepherding 100 people sheep 100 sheep yes bah. yes and he turns around and he's looking around and uh, he's like hold on now we're missing one I need to go find him. I need to go help him. This one could be hurting. And, and uh, so he goes off to find it. And the other 99 sheep are going, wait a second, wait a second. What about us? Aren't we important? And he goes, yes, you're important as well. However, you're not the sheep that is in danger right now. That is scripture. Word. Go check it out if you don't believe me. I don't care. So many people, I think, they think just because black people are going to start rightly gaining more things like the that right gonna, to not that, be that attacked all the time gonna, that white people are going to lose something you're not going to lose shit. like if you want stuff then work for it yeah that shit is not going to change it it's just going to make it easier for people yeah. who it should have been easier for freaking hundreds of years ago exactly like damn <laughs> so you're not going to lose your job your pay is not going to decrease you're not going to be any better or worse unless you Make your situation worse, or you make your situation better. That's right. If you want better pay, work for better pay. You want a better job, work for a better job. If you want less shit friends, get rid of them. Like straight up, for, that goes for anybody. Just because another group's gonna ho- hopefully, hopefully, get way better treatment doesn't mean the other groups are gonna lose anything. That's right. Well, the only thing they're gonna lose is fear. Because they'll realize that there was nothing to be scared of in the first place. And that's no. the whole thing. They're all afraid of losing something. But they're not. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, they can gain self-respect. Shit. They can <laughs> gain humanity and a soul. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's get into the next. Racist bad. Yes, racism is very bad. And yes. here at Deadpan Studio Podcast, we do not condone it. Hell no. No. We stand up for any person of any color uh, when they are done wrong. So oh, to our fellow white people, stop being stupid. Yeah, Jesus. Good S- Lord. Stop being stupid. Stop white. it. Yeah. You're fine. If stupid <laughs> white was a crayon, it would be you. Stop it. <laughs> anyway. About as useful as a white marker. <laughs> <laughs> in, an, in, an, uh, in an ice field. Yeah. In an ice field. Yeah, snow field, something. White paint, I don't know, something really stupid. Yeah, something about white on white doesn't work. Anyway, uh, let's go into the next part where we're going to talk about some of the news outside of what we were just talking about. Um, <laughs> these are actual articles I pulled up to talk about because they're, they're interesting in both a good and a bad way. Uh, the first one, Cat, uh, is yes. that the Glasgow Daily Times here in Glasgow, Kentucky, our newspaper that has been in here for, 
I don't even know how long, uh, decades upon decades, uh, they have closed down their printing department completely, their printing, and have moved completely from paper to digital. See, I... I get... I would get doing way less printing of papers, but mm. there's still so... I don't... There's so many things they could do before they just completely yeah. switch over. You know, they could have switched to doing weekly, one weekly paper. You know, that way they don't well, have I to mean, have as many editors and writers and stuff like that working on trying to get a well, paper out every Well, that just means less jobs, day. which no one wants. Right, but it's better than having no jobs. So, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't lose the printing person. You wouldn't. Well, lose... there's so many old people. Like, they're, I mean, old people are just people who, like, they can use a, the internet and stuff. But, like there's something about having you know i've forget, well i love reading on my kindle or on my phone or whatever yeah. something just you just want to hold a newspaper you want yeah, to hold a book you're you exactly want, right you don't want to and what if like someone's internet goes down like you you could have the power go out but if you got a freaking candle you can still read mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah if you, if you lose your charger to your tablet you can still get a book like and there's so many older people that you know, they probably have this little routine, like, you know, retired people, semi-retired people, imagine them making their coffee, going to get the newspaper, or they go down to the gas station or something, picking it up, like, and also there's so many things people can use newspaper for, like, after they're done. You know, there's, like, so many crafts, and I think, since I'm getting more and more into gardening and stuff, like, there's practical, practical uses for it afterwards. And plus the comics, oh my gosh, how are kids going to collect the comics and hoard them like I did when I was a kid? <laughs> if it's not in print, yeah, going to hoard it on the web, like you can't save it on the website. And like, oh, what no. if the website crashes? No. And, you know. I don't know. That's like the, I mean, of course, you know, I'm a geek. I read comics. Are you still going to have to pay for it too? Well, yeah. Subscription, yeah. Yeah, but then like. I don't know. I just, I think it's wrong to, uh, there's so many things they could have done beforehand, but it was a surprise, you yeah. know, they well, pretty much the editor yeah. walked or uh, the, the owner, uh, publisher, Bill Hanson. What are they going to do with the printing presses? Like it just kind know. of a bunch of stagnant equipment, like all this equipment from all, all the stuff is just sitting there now. Like that's wasteful. Yeah. It's stupid. And you know, of course <laughs> they, they blame, they blame the coronavirus, which I, I get it, but do something, you know? You're you're an institution. You bring the news to the people. Yeah. You know, you know. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm uh, sorry. I know. keep getting choked up here. Well, there's so many. <clears throat> there's so many different parts of a newspaper. There's the sports, you know, obituaries, marriages, births, yeah, like announcements. Uh, you know the. And found. And, well, I think sometimes, uh, you know, there's this thing about walking into like a gas station or places that have a newspaper and. You know, there's a bunch of stuff they put on the front that I don't really think, like, deserves it. But sometimes you see that and it catches your eye. And it, like, even if you don't buy the newspaper, sometimes they put really important things. Like, this person's yeah. missing or this big thing's happening. And it, it grabs your attention. Like, I feel like there's going to be people that are going to start forgetting to <laughs> check their phone for the newspaper. Yeah, I'd say so. It, it uh, seems silly. Like a, new, like a magazine, I can understand. Because the way a magazine's formatted anyway... Well, you flip through it. That's easier to comprehend already on a yeah. on a on a, any device where any number of apps you swipe to get to the next thing, a match, a picture, a page. But like I don't know. 
there's going to be so many older people or just people who aren't super tech savvy that are going to just like, I don't know. How are they going to format it? I don't know. But that brings me to the next point of, you know, this is a local business as well. So um, even though they are digital people, if you can afford it, subscribe to it. Keep that going because, yes, we do have another local newspaper, which I do enjoy. Um, However, both newspapers kind of lean one way or the other. And I kind of like to get both sides so that I can find as much information as possible to make to make my informed decisions on things on how I'm supposed to believe and the news stories and which way and the ways that they're going to go well, as long as there yeah. as long as newspapers and magazines have existed and are going to exist there's always going to be like uh, leaning more towards this side or more towards this side or showcasing these subjects more than these subjects and that's that's fine yeah. I mean um, as long as you don't let yourself become too biased yeah, <laughs> Tuesday June 9th was when the last issue went out so also, um, I feel like, did they, how long ago did they release that, that they were permanently moving to Oh, digital? no, it was the night before. They said, that's it. Wait, <laughs> couldn't even give people, mm-hmm. like, so I how? I think the higher-ups knew, well, uh, they but the people the down below didn't, because there was an influx <sighs> of, uh, an or an, a flowing of people away from the Daily Times with new jobs elsewhere. News articles saying, I've enjoyed my time. I'm going to go here. I've enjoyed my time here. I'm going to oh, go Oh, yeah, but there. that's not the same as saying, hey, you're not going to get a paper at your right. mailbox every day, yeah. every, every week. Like, but people wouldn't connect, oh, this person's moving on to, I'm not going to get a newspaper ever again. <laughs> like, I wouldn't connect it like that. Yeah. Um, and are people that are paying for it to be delivered to their house, is that going to transfer into digital? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Next one is uh, our, I say, I say kind of local, um, Scottsville, which is about twenty some odd miles uh, south of us. Their police uh, department is partnering with uh, neighborhood quote unquote see something say something application, which is a part of uh, Neighbors by Ring. Um, it's supposed to help reduce crime in the community. It's sort of like if you see something or know something, let us know through this app. It'll be anonymous and so on and so forth. And I know police are getting a lot of heavy, heavy flack right now. Um, I'm a believer in good policing. You know, um, they do their job. Of course, like I said, racism has no place in my life. So any bad police officer or uh, no matter what race that they do anything bad to, I do not condone it. I think some police departments get way too much funding. I think there's, Oh yeah, they're overfunded. Uh, I can't remember. There was one police department in Los Angeles. They had a surplus of $185 million. What the fuck are they going to do with that? Like, how many... Do you realize how many people like, you can feed for $185 million? And I, how There's many, people on well, the streets. So, yeah, $185 million Unless they're putting that surplus. towards solving crimes. No. They're probably putting um, it towards equipment, which, I mean, they need, but... They, a, lot of, a lot of times, though, they get uh, bonus... Uh, like, like, How about you feed the kids that are starving in your neighborhood? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's the thing. You know, they get some children sort of in America their... that don't get food. Well, it's like here in Glasgow. even if their parents love them dearly. A few years ago, the police department got a surplus of U.S. military uh, vehicles to use, such as for their SWAT team and oh, things Lord. like that, um, which includes e- not not just like you know. Of course, they got some SUVs. Uh, they got those. Uh, they got a big Hummers and stuff oh. like that that what? were being used. But they also got like uh, armor and stuff like that too. Hmm. The point is, you know, there is good policing. There is a point to have police because people commit crimes. 
there should be a way to hold people accountable. And right now, police are the best thing we've got. The bad well. thing is we do have a number of bad apples in there that are completely ruining the entire bushel. <laughs> That's all. You know, you can actually be too smart to be a cop. Yeah. Because they don't they want you, you to test. speak out. <laughs> well, they, they give you an IQ test, too, so... But um, too smart <laughs> to help people and solve crimes and be a protector. Yeah. How can you be too smart? <laughs> I hope with some really good... You should be really smart. Here's what I'm hoping. And so physically fit to do that. With some really good national police reform and accountability uh, types of programs. Oh, that's on a reform. I do think that we can get back on the right track with police and the boys in blue. Um, this app right here I think is a good idea. Uh, because it allows people to report things that they see. Um, now, you do not need a Ring device or anything to participate. Anyone with a camera can upload content to the app. In the event of a crime pattern in a certain area, P uh, police may request video surveillance through your device. Um, so check it out. You can download that. Text JOIN TODAY uh, to 555-888. But you can always call by make reports by calling through department as well. Anyway, next news story. Well, you do that anyways. Yeah. I mean, anyone can call and be like, here's an anonymous tip. Um, we'll get to this one because I, I really like this one. I had we'll, a, we'll quickly I had touch a question on. or a thought, but then I forgot. That's okay. <laughs> if you remember, you can ask and we'll jump back to Wait, it. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You're yeah. talking so fast. I'm sorry. I was trying to remember. <laughs> Damn it. It's okay. If you think of it, we can go back. It's no I'm problem. not going to remember because right. you're going to tell me six more things. I'm going to forget. Uh, Governor Bashir. Here in the good old state of Kentucky, he announces plans to ensure health care for the entire black community, which is a good thing to me. Doesn't mean we lose anything, white people, so shut and the hell up. You can still get free health care, by the way, anybody, no matter what job. race you are, you can still <laughs> go get free health care. You know, there's some people don't that don't realize that they think, you know, you know, President Cheesehead uh, <laughs> got rid of Obamacare. No, he did not. What he no, got he didn't. No, what he got rid of was the mandate that said if you do not get if healthcare, he did, then I'm getting spam emails from Ob Ob Obamacare. <laughs> see, that's that's the thing. They think he got rid of it. No, what he did was he got rid of the mandate. The there's one of the, there's very few things positive that this man's done, and I'll actually back him up on this because this one made a lot of sense to me. One thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you do you do not. Char you do not find somebody for not getting health care. You give them a big bill. <laughs> anyway, it's their choice whether or not they want to get health care. What I, he did. I got it. Yeah. What the president did is uh, he uh, got it through to where he would eliminate the mandate to have it, which means you're no longer going to be subject to fine and or imprisonment if you do not get health care. But like if it's free, why would it's free. you Oh no, not? I understand I understand that. Like if it doesn't cover anything you need specifically, I guess don't bother, but like I mean everyone needs something basic. But that's the thing. There's a there's a lot of there's a little little areas in which like you may be working at a job where you're sent out somewhere that your health care can't cover you or they don't have or some how their health care had lapsed. There's a million different scenarios, which means that you don't have health care right now. And yeah. you do not want to get that free health care because you want the current health care that may have lapsed, but you still want it. That mandate meant, well, fine. If you don't have that right now, you better sign up for us. If you don't, we can't find you. So that got all that's gone. So, and it goes into your taxes, by the way. Uh, but don't act Americans. like you can't get it, people. Yeah, and <laughs> everybody can get it. Now, so that brings us back to the news story. Um, his, his plan, he says, uh, any, he's saying inequalities are everywhere, which is true. Uh, oh, hell yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. 
So been the, true since forever. So basically, he's uh, building an effort to cover 100% individuals of black or African-American communities. Hell yeah. And like I said, it's not because we're going to repeat this to we're that's... blue in the face. Hold on. Yeah. So he's offering that, but that doesn't mean they have to take it. Or if, or if they have a job where they already get pretty good health care. Here's what he's quoting. Like, you don't need double... He's quoted that he quoted that his goal is for everybody to have health care coverage, but said this is the time to start the group who has been racially oppressed since everybody's going to get health (laughs) care. He's starting with this one. Yeah, uh, because, again, racism exists, which brings us into this next news story, which is a very positive news story. And I love this. And you didn't answer my question. I'm sorry. What was your question? Say a black person already has like a pretty decent job or yeah. whatever. And like say they work at a bank like you, mm-hmm. you have healthcare through your job, right? Yes. So if they have that, they don't need the free. Correct. So it's like, it's not like every single black person in the entirety of Kentucky doesn't have healthcare and is going to get the free healthcare. If they already have it in some way, or if they've already signed up for it, they're fine. Yeah. So again, White people, calm the hell down. (laughs) Um, An anti-racism. Anti-racism Kentucky is a new coalition formed uh, to end systematic racism. It was created by uh, Terrence O'Sullivan and uh, O.J. Oleka. I hope I pronounced that right. If not, if you you two are listening to this somehow, (laughs) I mean no offense by mispronouncing names. Or like your third cousin's... Yes. Second best friend hears this. Uh, they're looking. I feel to, like you said all the names except the second guy's last name, right? I don't know. Just I don't know. Because you know you're so. Terrence white. Sullivan and O.J. Alika. Say um, it again. <laughs> Mess it up again. Yeah. Uh, anyway, these are two very smart University of Louisville undergrads who went to both went to law school, and it's not a partisan. They're just working to try and make this a nonpartisan idea. It's not a partisan idea. This should be everybody should be for this. You know. It's just a coalition to fight anti to fight racism, be anti-racist. There's, you like know, imagine it's harder than what well. you would think. <laughs> it really is because it's so ingrained in today's society, yeah. and I'm not condoning it, and I'm not endorsing. Well, also, that, I don't. Me. Also, uh, I want to point out that's not just white people that are racist against not white people. Like, oh no, it's, there's a there's plenty of groups. We're all kind of fighting with each other all the time, but yeah. it's just. It's just, it seems exhausting to wake up every day and have to be like, oh, got to remember to hate black people and hate Mexicans. And if they piss me off by doing nothing, go on a rant and yell at them for five minutes. Like, God, so, coffee's so tiring. Basically, what they're <laughs> going to do. wake up and remember to be so angry and hateful towards a group every f- Basically, what this uh, coalition Gosh. is doing right now, they're starting out with a survey. Y'all tired. <laughs> oh, hold on now. Sorry. That's okay. And now, what this coalition is wanting to do is they're wanting to start with a survey. And basically, what that does, it gives them information to say, okay, well, this area needs more uh, focus than, say, this other area in terms of you know racism and things like that. Um, there is a survey. You can get it at Anti-Racism Kentucky. That's on Twitter. It's also on Facebook, and if you type in anti-racism, one word, Kentucky, uh, anti-racism, then Kentucky, and then go find out the survey, go fill it out. It's very simple. I filled it out uh, yesterday, so hot dog. But so I, I, I really what does to the on survey it. do? Is it like 
Uh, well, I'll show you. Uh, I'll Is tell it you like you saying how many racists are, you think are around you? <laughs> yeah, there's some real terrible people over here. Come uh, help us. It's it's pretty much it's allowing them to review different uh, areas in which institutional racism may be affected, mm-hmm. like criminal justice, education, agriculture, workplace. I don't stuff I know like enough that. about that to answer their questions. <laughs> if they're not that bad, but. I just wanted to touch on that. Now we're going to get into some more, uh, get into a lighthearted story, then a tragic one, and then a, just a weird one. Is this lighthearted this is, or is this the weird one? Uh, this is kind of funny. Well, <laughs> uh, in Florida, now we're going Florida into, man. we're going into, nat- we're leaving local, we're going into national. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, what was it? The Florida's like open record. So the reason we see so many accounts of Florida man or Flor- Florida woman does this thing is just because... Yeah. It can't. It's information that's allowed to be released. Well, this but it's one also is, ridiculous. Uh, police have reported that a Florida man lets a twelve-year-old 12 drive Jeep eighty-five miles an hour. Uh, now, where he let what, a t- now? Where? No, no, no. Hold on. There's some really interesting things here. The okay. very first line of this says he let a twelve-year-old girl drive his SUV and told her to speed because he wanted to be a cool father, quote unquote, even though he is not her dad. Wait, wait. It's not he even t- her dad. <laughs> he told the arresting the officer with? that he is friends with the girl's mother and that the girl and her friend were staying with him for a few days. So he wants to be her dad. <laughs> he asked. The, he said the girl asked earlier in the day if she could drive his Jeep. So he thought it would be cool, quote unquote. And he was trying to be a quote unquote cool father. Yeah, maybe go 10 miles an hour around your neighborhood yeah. once and he then go home. Told, he also told officers he had been drinking. Oh, Lord. It gets better. Could have just bought her a Barbie Jeep. I know. Uh, he said in, uh, in the arrest report, it said that they spotted the Jeep, make an illegal U-turn, this is police, and then speed away at about 12.10 a.m. This is already in the middle of the night. Not even during the day. <laughs> like, you should be asleep. It was an 85 mile per hour speeding in a 45 mile an hour zone. Oh, it gets, it's every, every word you say. This gets when worse. the cop asked the 12-year-old why she was driving so fast, she said that the guy told her to. <laughs> that's not her dad in the middle of the night yeah <laughs> 85 so miles an right hour. now he's been charged with neglect allowing an unauthorized person to drive and causing a minor to become a delinquent for buying and for buying the girls vape pens he says they requested by the way doesn't mean you do it how badly do you like the woman jesus ladies and gentlemen he is in palm beach florida if you would like, like to know and his I, name is well i don't got to dox his information why it's right here Oh well, yeah, but they can look it up. Uh, okay, yeah. So go ahead and look it up. There's a picture of him too, right there. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like somebody okay, let so... a twelve-year-old drive eighty-five. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> so he's obviously desperately trying to win over the kids of a woman he's obviously very interested in. I guess it's because I guess, yeah, but he's I just guess doing if he wins it. over the girl, he'll really win over the girl. Oh, but instead of like middle of the day, taking her out, you know, cause schools are closed, taking her out for like lunch, talking to yeah. her, being like, you know, looking at what stores or whatever open, like, where do you want to go? Like what haven't you gotten to do? Yeah. Normal, maybe up and down the street they live on. I mean, don't, shouldn't let her drive at all, but like, <laughs> First of all, don't be drunk. Don't buy her vape pen just because she's asking. Because that's stupid. And maybe go like 10 miles an hour up and down your street that you live on like two times max. Yeah. And then like go get ice cream with the whole family or something. But like. Oh, uh, no. Past midnight. You're drunk. Bought them vape pens. 
85, like not even the speed limit. <laughs> not even going the speed limit. 85. Say you get the vape pins. Say it's 1230 at night. At least go the speed limit <laughs> and tell her, hey, don't make it a U-turn. Don't make a U-turn. <laughs> also, um, don't be drunk. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the, uh, we've got two more, th- two more. Uh, th- this one is I wonder. I, n- still national. Uh, this is. I wonder what the mom thinks. Who knows? <laughs> like, um, now this has to do with. I don't, do you remember uh, hearing the story about these uh, two kids from Idaho that were missing? Uh, they got. They've been missing since like August or September, but the family didn't really notice them being gone since December. So we're still looking at. It's already. Well, no, the grandmother. June. The grandmother of the little boy. She was reaching out. That's Because right. they had lied. Yeah. To some people that saying that he was staying with them and she was like, um, no, we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. We don't know. Now, the what, what's really gr- crazy about this story, and I'm hoping we can turn this into an episode by the Oh, this is going to definitely be an episode. First of all, remains have been found on the property of the boyfriend or the dad. This is the stepdad. I think the they stepdad. actually got married. They're, they're terrible people. Yeah. And, we'll uh, say the last name just in case. Uh, Our community, it's... It's the right here. Uh, do, 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 do. Chad Daybell. Daybell. Yeah. No, the last name of the kids. <clears throat> here, let me just, let me just read through some of the news story. It's with the V, doesn't it? Do what? The last name of the children. Oh, uh, Vallow. Vallow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, seven-year-old Joshua J.J. Vallow and his 17-year-old sister Tylee Ryan hasn't been seen in, in so long, and their mother wouldn't give a straight answer about where they were. So we've already got... No, uh, you know, she, the mother's not opening things up to it. You've got mysterious deaths of the mom's former spouse and the stepdad's former spouse. And the stepdad is also into some sort of Christian cult. So we've got doomsday cult-like beliefs, Mm -hmm. which led to a sudden move of this family into Hawaii, which is where the police picked them up. But then the kids were nowhere to be found. Yeah. Now, I'm not going into... It's very hard to organize everything that's gone on in the crazy that I just spouted. (laughs) Tragic. As you can tell. (laughs) Okay, the funny thing about this guy is he used to do a podcast. Oh, Lord. Talking about Christ's second coming. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said he claimed... uh, The wife said she claimed to be a God assigned to carry out the work of Mm -hmm. the 144,000 at Christ's second Mm -hmm. coming next month in July. Oh, well, well, look out for that, crazy pants. Yeah, because, you know, after, you know, murder <laughs> hornets, can... we're going to have Christ's second coming. Yeah, this uh, is definitely going to be turned yeah. into an episode. Yeah, well, we might do that for BSF. We'll do, like, so. yeah, we'll do a really good, organized timeline, like, you know. So look into and... Lori Daybell and Chad Daybell, audience, and, and check this case out. It is so screwed up. We'll actually be a lot more yeah. organized with it when we do an episode about it. So. Well, we can go ahead and say one of the, some of the remains were confirmed to be the boy. Because okay. that's or, that's and already I, information that's out there. Yeah, I mean. yeah. So it's but, the boy, and, and then it'll probably uh, more it'll likely come back. It'll end up being Tylee, who yeah. also has special had special needs. Yeah, and I just hate to say had. Yeah. But also, it's like well, it's either they were stuck in a doomsday bunker somewhere, running out of food, or passed away. Like, yeah. 
know. You want to go into the the weird slash funny to get out of this little funk of a messed up story? Uh, into another messed up story? I can see the title from here. It's real fucked up. Yeah. Monkeys. This is going into... Uh, I already said monkeys, so you already know it's going to be crazy. <laughs> um, international news. Monkeys steal coronavirus patient blood samples from lab tech in India. Yes, that's the sentence. That's title. That's the thing that happened. Eyewitnesses reportedly saw one of the Did monkeys. They just have like the window open or something. Like I, I don't letting know. Letting in a breeze to the lab. But it says eyewitnesses reportedly saw one of the monkeys chewing on a sample collection kit oh, at the god. top of a tree. Oh god. Oh, they said a troop of monkeys attacked medical official and stole oh. the blood samples belonging to patients who had tested positive. Jesus. Yeah, monkeys get real wild down there. <laughs> It's like, it's like, calm, 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 stills your stuff. On the plus side, <laughs> no evidence has been found that monkeys can contract it. Yeah, but where are they taking it? Do they get it back? <laughs> like, <laughs> hello? And of, of course, as you can imagine. Um, I think monkeys have just like secret stashes of all the shit they've stolen from people like in India over the last like forever all the tools and the jewelry and like lord knows what else like just stockpiles like here's where my grandfather took his treasures and where you will take your treasures someday too like <laughs> you can imagine just, uh twitter's like, having a field day one of them says did anyone have monkeys attacking lab assistant on their bingo card i had <laughs> pigs with ar-15s and murder hornets but no monkeys making off slide <laughs> samples also where are the murder hornets yeah. <laughs> i don't want to see one but i feel like we glazed over that Coronavirus. Monkeys escape with COVID-19 samples after attacking lab assistant. And 2020 wins for most disaster uh, movie opening sequences in real life ever. How bad do you think that lab assistant feels? Oh. I hope I hope they hope they're okay. Like I don't what what do you think he feels worse for? Losing the samples or getting his ass beat by a bunch of monkeys? <laughs> I don't know. Depends on how many scratches he got. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nuts. They must have been like what attracted the monkey. They must have been like shiny or something, or just like so unusual looking. They're like must steal. That maybe because like you, them stealing food or like shiny, fun looking stuff. I like, totally get that, but yeah. like what attracted them to blood? Who knows? In tubes, but. like. <laughs> well, that's the news for the week. Uh, okay, so we've already got a closing for the show that was already recorded when we recorded the episode. Um, thank you, Kef, for allowing for coming in and allowing me to torture you with some news stories while we uh, did a new intro for this episode that we split in half. Again. So last <laughs> couple of things I would say, I can be a little more eloquent than I was when we closed the episode because we were running very long. We were all very tired. Yes. Um, thank you, audience, uh, for supporting us, downloading us, streaming us, telling your friends about us. Hell yeah. Continue that on. Because next, we're going to have Cat's Podcast. I'm working on it. That's right. And then after her show is done, we'll take another uh, two, three weeks hiatus. Then we're going to go right into BSF Season Dos. Season 2, it's going to be You'll get to hear me awesome. harassing the mat on mic again. Yeah. We might, <laughs> we're probably going to do uh, an episode dedicated to that crazy news story we were talking about. Uh, if we were already talking about maybe doing one about the Mandela effect. Yeah, well, yeah, we've got a we've got kind of a direction that we're going in for this season. Yes, it's a little bit a little bit different, weird and strange. But... And don't worry, audience. Uh, I know some of our highest, uh, you know, rated and downloaded episodes were some of the games. Don't worry, we will have the return of two episodes of games. Ooh. Oh. I want to do that. 
So I want to run the games. She wants to At run least one. one. So we will have these. So don't worry, because we need to tiny... do a filler episode of just playing uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, well, well, that was our finale last year. Well, yeah, but it doesn't have to be our finale. I just want like, yeah. a filler episode. But see, here's I just the... want to play the game again. Tiny has to defend his title. Okay. His little plastic wrestling belt I found. <laughs> um, so... I'll, I'll come up with something real cool. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, audience. Uh, are we ready to go into the main topic? Yes. Oh. Yay, cheers. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next season. Boy. We get to get into a fun part. Oh, I God. think this one's going to be a lot more vocal. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be fun. I'm ready. Let's go. Over this is, is so, going to get heated. Since we all kind of had... We're all going to be friends after this, right? Yeah. Okay. So since we kind of all just... Except Alan. We all actually did have something to say for every genre. Um, let's just start with country music then. Since uh, we started with country before. Country... Oh, or, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, can I go first? I bet he's going to say the exact same person I've got on here. I, I really hope so, because we think the same way. Go ahead. Uh, Watch it be different. <laughs> well, what is this? What, wait a minute. What, what are we doing? Overrated. overrated. We're, we're moving to overrated. Oh, okay. Uh, overrated, overrated country. Yeah. Garth Brooks. No. You die. You die <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a flaming pit of hell. Alan, Alan, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's not a great artist. He he was a great artist and still is a great performer. But I think the problem with Garth Brooks is that he moved from being an artist to being a performer. And that is the problem that I have. Mm, I, I See, I cannot agree with that because he's an artist that knows how to perform. That, that man... I, when I saw him on his comeback tour in 2014, he was doing two shows a night in every city he went to. Two I'm, shows I'm, a night. And he never brother. missed a beat, man. Like, his voice. I can't believe no, they didn't mention this person. There's no way, no way hmm. that I consider Garth Brooks ever to be overrated. Now, I might consider the Chris Gaines album to be a very <laughs> but that's not country. <laughs> and that's a completely uh, different okay. person. Well, I'm, that's I'm, another story. Yeah, I, I can't even count that. Yeah, but yeah. no, I just, I, I, I get it. He's a great artist, and uh, again, a great performer. I've never seen him live. Uh, I would, I would go see him. I'm not saying that I dislike him. I just think he got a lot of blow up that maybe didn't get deserved at that point. And now, are you, are you talking over. in his original run? Yeah. 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 Or, I'm, or oh or yeah. I'm definitely talking. Leaving his wife for Trisha Yearwood run. <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm post San Diego. I'm, I'm definitely run. Remember that? Uh, <laughs> by the time, let's see what album was that where he had the red and black checkered shirt. All of them. Sorry, I'm thinking no. of the concerts he put on. Uh, <laughs> it's the one that had uh, Colin Baton Rouge. I, was I, it No Fences? Point. No, No Fences was way earlier than we that. No Fences was like his first album. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, the one that had Colin Baton Rouge. This will go for four hours. I thought by the 
I thought by that point he was just overblown. Um, How about somebody else I've got in mind? Oh, you're talking about in pieces, Tiny. <laughs> what about, yes, sir. What about Keith Urban? Keith Urban, I don't think he's overrated. I, um, I agree with Alan. Keith Urban? De- I, Keith Deadeyes Urban? No. No, I don't believe I he's mean, overrated. I don't think I he's overrated. I agree with this. I don't think he is. And uh, let wow. me tell you why. It's yeah. because I I believe him when he sings. And I he um, kind of shreds the guitar, so you I mean. need to look up you need to look up but he uh, doesn't him doing play a live country acoustic music. You need to look up a video of him playing a live acoustic version of you'll you'll think of me. And you tell me that is not a country performance. I have it's not a country no. song. No, he's never even there tried is, venturing into country music. I'm sorry. If you look at so look at his eyes, feeling. he is completely dead inside with what he's doing. He wished no. that he could have made it in a different genre, but he said, "I can do it in country Dude, because I can't make it." You've got to look up that video, man. I'm telling you, you'll feel it. You I, will feel it. I will say this: it's uh, it, it, it made me. Part. It had me thinking that maybe him and Nicole Kidman were going to get a divorce. That's how powerful that performance was yeah. see this is where we're going to agree to disagree <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really also comes down to the departure of what people feel is country music because it's evolving i don't think he would have made it as big if he wasn't as pretty that's my that is uh, my that's opinion. a lot of people can, yeah that yeah, man ain't pretty it's kind of hard to say that because there's a lot of pretty people that are very talented. Yeah. Can I can I just interject here yeah. um, for two seconds? Personally, in my opinion, if it came out after the year 2000, I don't think it was country. I think it was hip hop, <laughs> and and most of those of people yes. fit into that. Uh, don't get me wrong, Dirk Bentley. Brad Paisley, Keith Urban, they all fall in kind of the same category. I consider it pop country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not I, true I, country. I don't. I, no, I consider what? that stuff to be more like Jason Aldean kind of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say Jason there, There's a very fine line between pop country and hip hop and country music with feeling in it. Uh, like, if you can feel it and you're in the country genre, that's country music. You know, okay, mean, so so let me let me throw a name out here, and I want to see how everybody feels about this. Brantley Gilbert. I agree. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I agree. He, Have no f-ing clue because country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm so I'm sorry. I really enjoy Brantley Gilbert. I do too. But I do, I do not consider him country music. <laughs> no, he, Brantley is more. He's rugged, man. Like like he's. It, it, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that people are age was saying the same thing about. That's what I was gonna say. It's it's all a generation thing because. Yeah, about Johnny Cash. I yep. bet there was so many people who could not stand Johnny. Oh, that ain't country. Fuck yeah, they man. said he was rock. They said he was rock <laughs> yeah. music, actually. Give that me some so of that cool. Hank Senior. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So somebody else that Dewey Cox. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. What are you talking about? A song about holding hands. <laughs> By the way, Dewey Cox will now okay. be available on Netflix and Hulu this next month. Uh, God bless. Let's move on. Oh, I, had to break the tension there. Who was it? There was somebody else that was going to say was overrated. And, oh well. Sorry, right, if, if, you, if you think it up. It must not be worth the 
Yeah, maybe. If you think of it, you can mention it. We'll go back. Um, okay, so Tiny. Uh, okay, now we're back into rock. So who have we all chosen for uh, this? I have one that's overrated and underrated. Who's that? Mr. Dave Matthews. For rock music? Uh. What do you, what, what do you consider? What do you that's, consider him? I consider him more alternative. That's college. Eh. <laughs> yeah. College that's alternative. Like college. Yeah. Or if I had any of their albums, it would have been tossed out the window. For I, their fans. Uh, don't rock, but I, no, don't get me wrong. They the are fans, overrated like nobody's business. For the fan, uh, for the fans of Dave Matthews, I think they overrate him. For the people that just absolutely hate Dave, I think he's underrated. I've seen so. him perform. He was friends with a, a guy that lived in one of the fraternities at the college I went to my uh, freshman year, and he came down and just sat down and started playing in the quad. He sucks. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was back in uh, 2001. Well, also, uh, Kiss. Well, he might have had it off. <laughs> okay. I mean, we all do have those, but he is. Oh, oh I expected more of a reaction. Well, here's did the you, thing. Here's did you thing. say that Kiss is underrated or overrated? overrated? I said over. Here's the thing. Oh, I don't think they're overrated. Kiss has never, ever put themselves out to be more than what they are. They know their lyrics are okay. I, I will say this about Kiss, though. I don't think their ballads get enough recognition. They've got, Yeah, they've got some really good Paul ballads. Paul Stanley is an incredible songwriter. They have some amazing musicians in their grasp. grasp. Bruce Kulick? Yeah. Amazing, amazing arranger, uh, songwriter, guitar Ooh. player. Bruce Kulick? <laughs> And if you can watch, if you can watch Detroit Rock City and still think they're overrated, then Eric Singer, amazing drummer, <laughs> amazing drummer, great Look, voices. I'm sorry, my opinion is just that they're great merchandise salesmen. Well, that, that oh, goes without saying. On. Wait a minute, Gene Simmons is a great merchandise salesman. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> Paul Stanley is an uh, artiste. I was gonna say they're great performers, in my opinion, but. Like musically, I think they're overrated. They've never been put into a. I knew I liked you for some reason. They've well, see, I don't think they're overrated because they've never been put into a box that says they write such amazing music. They do right. have rabid fans because they put mm-hmm. on a great stage show. I think they are popular for all the wrong reasons. If they had sold twenty billion albums and then half sold out, you know, performances and stadiums, I could understand that more. But it's the fact that they, you know, they sell a lot more tickets to see them live than they do sell albums. And to me, I don't think that's being over, you know, overrated. I think that's them knowing what they're good at. Now they are not the only Heck. band that's a merchandise salesman. And, oh no, not at all. I mean, the Beatles are too. Oh. <laughs> hey. No, listen to me. Hey. I enjoy the Beatles. It's not them. It was Michael you, Jackson. It was a great. You better find. I enjoy the Beatles. For a lightning rod, buddy. I enjoy the Beatles, but there's no oh, f- way that they're the best band ever. Come on, people. Uh, hey, Matt. Yeah. Hey. Oh, no, they're not uh, the best band ever. They're just well, they're songs. put on that pedestal. That's why they're overrated. <laughs> Matt, so. Yes. But but I, my, my definition of overrated is being extremely popular and, and not really having any talent whatsoever. Yes. Tony, you were saying? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, uh, you were actually uh, the person that turned me on to a lot of the non-popular Kiss music. Um, and so I have to, 
it's not because of that, but I have to lean towards you with them not being overrated because I agree. They never were put in the position to say, oh, they're writing these, you know, amazing masterpieces. No, we knew when Kiss, when we bought a Kiss album or we went to see Kiss perform, we were going to hear like four chords and talk about sex the whole time. <laughs> yeah. and, that was the, and that was the draw. Like, oh. that is what they did. I thought you were I talking can't. about ACDC there for a moment. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to – I can't comment because I'm not really a big <laughs> fan of their of their more popular songs. Uh, I'm a fan of the hidden ballads. Yeah. Like, those suckers are great pieces of music, man. I'm That's sorry, but I, I thought I heard an ACDC by somebody. That was Jordan. Oh, that may have been a flight at ACDC. Oh, okay. Yeah. You are one smart man. <laughs> it's okay. I'm getting ready to cause a fight. Every <laughs> song sounds the same. I'm going to cause a oh, fight you, when I got, uh, bring up money. What do you got? Great. I want to get everybody else's first before I say God. mine because well, I'm going to cause a fight. I think I should maybe piss off everybody that lives around us and say Leonard Skinner is too. Oh, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. I don't really – nobody really comes to mind. Like I've gotten to a point where – I feel like if you're if you're making a living doing it, hey, more power to you. You, you know, I don't have to listen to you. You, you know what I mean? Hey, I don't have to. I don't have to buy hey, it myself. So I don't hey, really have Jordan? anybody. <laughs> yes. What's up? Um, ACDC. Uh, I agree. By the time that it got to where it was, they are way overrated. However, when Bon Scott was still alive and making music, I don't yep. think they got anywhere near the respect they did. They were underrated till 1991. I mean, yeah, even when good. Brian Johnson came in, up until about 1991, uh, that's when they started becoming a little more overrated. Oh, yeah, I forgot. The Doors are overrated, too. Are they, though? Yes, they are. Like, are, like, are uh, they? Yeah. Here's, okay. Here's where we're going to have a Is fight. Is it because that kids that never listen to them walk around in one of their shirts? Or... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, that's pretty much what pisses people off about it now, yeah. No. Yeah, uh, so, I don't, I don't I think they're overrated, because I couldn't tell you a door song. I think he was a songwriter. I think he was a great singer. I think he was a songwriter. And, uh, Thank like, you, Jordan. Jesus Christ, a genius. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? Wait, let genius. Tiny's gonna have a conniption. No, he really, he really is. He really is. Tiny, check I this out. Writers in the sky, but if you look at the lyrics, they're terrible. Tiny, they check this out. Check this out. Okay, the yeah. Doors as a band were a great band. Love them. Jim Morrison, he's not a poet. He's not a genius. He's not the damn Lizard King. He's a drunken charlatan who fronted a decent rock band that should have been lumped in with dozens of others in in the sixties. Dang. Now, I uh, now I don't know that I can be a part of this podcast. Anymore. <laughs> uh, a little, little disclaimer. Now, here's the, the thing expressed in this podcast. Now, this the only song are not reflective now, on Dead Now, look, studio. I'm even talking about his vocal acuity because he was an act. Jim Morrison was an act. He's yes. an admitted act. Um, anybody that knew him was an act, said it was an act. He admitted to everybody that it was an act, even to Pamela DeBar, the you know the groupie that he had relations with. But he, uh, they also play to his strengths as opposed to, you know, with songs like Light My Fire, Touch Me Baby, Love Me Two Times. His voice yeah. sounded the same in all of them. He had a, yep. he was Look, a very limited let, vocalist. Yeah. Look, let, 
I can agree with that. Okay. Okay. But I can give you that. A lot it of bands not... tended to, to play uh, towards the flaws of their singers. He shied well, away and from that's it. Not a, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Did right, you I'm say gonna he shied it... away from it? Let us know I'm gonna, when you pick your I'm gonna let everybody... off the floor, Mick. <laughs> well, I'm going to let everybody else get their opinions out before I, I go into my Now, it doesn't daughter. mean that I don't love his music. I, that does not mean I don't love the band. Uh, because if there's a door song on the radio, of course I listen to it because it's awesome. Uh, but yeah. the lyrics, the lyrics. Let's go with Riders on the Storm. My personal favorite song of the Doors, okay? This is my personal favorite that I love. That's on my phone. I love this song. But listen to these lyrics. There's a killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a toad. Take a long holiday. Let your children play. If you give this man a ride, sweet memory will die. Killer on the road. And if that qualifies as poetry, I'm Walt Whitman, okay? I think, you know, what I get from that is is don't be picking up hitchhikers. Yeah. uh, (laughs) But, but, okay, so my my only argument to this is if you're going to call Morrison a drunk charlatan, then basically every author that you enjoy reading ever should should be lumped into that. Yeah, I absolutely I mean... agree with that. I do. I do. That does not change my argument, but that does. That is completely true. Stephen King's a fucking saint. No. That's bad. Favorite drunk charlatans and Phil pen better words than Morrison. Morrison Stephen King's a leftist fool who just knows how, who doesn't even write but, bad stories anymore. But here's my question, and, and I will and I will ask this because yeah. you know that I am an avid Doors fan, and I've done the research. Mm-hmm. Musically, if you're talking about the songs that he wrote, yes, probably overrated from a musical standpoint. However, how many poetry books that Jim Morrison wrote have you read? A few. Because I've read several. <laughs> And to say that he wasn't a poet and an author is, it's kind of a, I did not say that he was not a poet or an author. What I'm saying is that he's completely overrated for the talent that complete, everybody completely blows up his ass. Now that's not saying he wasn't talented. That's not saying that he didn't put on a good performance and it wasn't a great band because he not hits all those notches. But here's my question to you, Matt. Does that not hit on the same note as Kiss? Like I <laughs> because said, they we we know that we weren't we weren't getting the best stuff. We went to see what the f- did on stage. Thank you for proving <laughs> my point, Nick. <laughs> You're welcome, sir Bradley. But I'm just saying, if you, if it, you can't really say that one band is underrated. Or, or not overrated because of their theatrical performance. Except That's why the difference so hard is, for me to say anybody. The difference <laughs> is, again, Jim Morrison was a fake in how he acted. Kiss, they are who they are. 100%. Yeah, what do they put on the makeup? That's the I get difference. what you're saying. He was, uh, it was just it was a facade. But let's move on to happier times. I do have a band that I think most of us can get behind in saying that they're completely uh, yeah, it's overrated. Be Nickelback, isn't it? Well, no, I'm not even can because Wait. that there's enough there's enough that doesn't even need to be said about them. I've left them off. Okay. I, I want I want to uh, I want to guess the stand, Matt. Can I can I give it a guess? I got one more that will rock the boat at some point. 
Go ahead, Tony. Is is it U two? Because no. U two is on my list. No, no, <laughs> pop music. No, no, they are not on. There. Oh, okay. Um, but they were very close. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, were, I mean, really. they were my number two. Okay, for but I had to choose one. I chose okay. Maroon Five. Yeah, f- they them. Don't play instruments anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on. Let's let's be realistic. Uh, I told oh, you. Yeah. I told you. Everybody would be in agreement there. <laughs> let, let me let me say this. Maroon Five as the band, I think is overrated. However, Adam Levine is nothing is but falsetto with abs. He's he's extremely talented, man. On that guitar. He How can, can you tell? It. Everybody's looking at his abs. How can you tell? Because he was on Howard Stern's 60th birthday party celebration, and he sang a cover of Purple Rain and absolutely killed it. I, I mean, vocally and guitar-wise, shredded that sucker. Um, it, it, it was him and the lead singer from Train doing Purple Rain, and they I was so surprised in how, good, how great I liked it. It, it my, my this only, was before Prince died, so it wasn't like a sentimental thing. Uh, my only counter to that, Alan, is uh, yes, he probably is as far as musically goes, mm-hmm. really amazing. But the genre and group that he chose to go with, hundred yeah. percent overrated. Yeah, I think that was kind of like a shortcut to stardom. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. That's what he wants. But uh, but as far as him else. himself, I, I think he. I think he's a talented dude, um, but the band, I'm not a fan. Well, he Maroon may be, five, but, yeah. but that's always the perception that I've got from them, you know, the yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Not necessarily yeah. them, but him. So, Bradley, and, I'm kind of intrigued on the band you're thinking of. Yep. Go ahead. Y'all sitting down? Yeah, go ahead. Nirvana. Oh, Overrated. No, Overrated. Not to say I don't enjoy them. because Well, I, what I do we do got next lot. week, Matt? <laughs> this is the finale. There is no next week. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we have ended friendships here this evening. We are ending the ser- the the uh, the season with Brad saying, or excuse me, with Sir Bradley saying that Nirvana is overrated. Sir Bradley, you have offended Mister Alan Hogan so much that he referred to you as Sir Bradley. I, I, I want I said to it would rock the boat. <laughs> I, no, I, I have to know. Rock even further, but we'll, we'll get there. Ahead, I want to know what Sir Bradley's. Um, this what? How did you come to this decision? Um, basically, since Courtney killed Kurt, I think oh, they've got a lot of sympathy fans. What? <laughs> sympathy fans? Wow! I felt I, that. I completely you, I, felt I, that. Look here. Do, do you think do you think that Billy Bob that lives down the road? Do you think that Billy Bob that lives down the road from you started like Michael Jackson after his doctor killed him? <laughs> no. Billy Bob's not going to like uh, Michael Jackson to begin with, so exactly. Well, but here's my here's my thing. Um, here's my thing. We we can use kind of the same argument that Matt used for the Doors just a few minutes ago. Are you, are you just mad because people that never listen to them when they came out or wearing their t-shirts or that's not my reason that's not my reason at all you guys are people people discover stuff at different times i'm sorry uh, i I have not really heard what what jordan's opinion on this was i mean 
I believe they're overrated for what they are. I do understand their influence and what they brought, but exactly. I think their influences influence like Mud Honey and a number of others could have get, gotten a lot more respect than Nirvana. Uh, but I, I, you know what, you know, Sir Bradley, I agree with you. I do think they are overrated. Now, as a, as the most overrated, I can't say that. No, but well, I do I don't think they're necessarily overrated. think they're. I do the most overrated, but by no means. Yeah. But to some degree, yes, I think they are. I would agree. I mean. They had a huge influence on the grunge scene. They introduced it into the popular mainstream. That's the thing, though. They slid into the 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 grunge scene because that was already established by the time they came around. Oh, yeah. Um, they slid in, and then they took it over. But then they be, sort of became commercialized, which was kind of really against what Kurt Cobain wanted anyway. He oh, yeah. was like one of those people that, that didn't want to. with that, too. Yeah, he didn't want fame. He just want, He was like some of the others that wanted to make a living doing what he loved. Yeah, that's why at the core of the group, I cannot in good conscience say that they're over. But he has to, but that the, group has think, to be because of everything that came with the fame. I, I think I killed Mick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm enjoying the combo. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I don't know. Personally, I think, yes, they're very talented musicians, but when that's the issue we keep going with this is like you're trying to separate the members it's the band itself they're and being in bands previously myself you count it as the band not the members because if you start just going individual members then yeah of course they're not going to be over <coughs> who knows the f- bass player for nirvana nobody it's other than the fans dude it's 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 a it's a chris um uh sh- crap exactly my point time. But I can say Chris no, uh, no, Novoselic. It's not Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl. No. Is that is that how you pronounce his last name? Novoselic. It's Novoselic. Yeah, I think. So. Thank I mean, you very so, much. Yeah. Yes. So ha 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 to you, <laughs> Turn Bradley. Uh, Jordan, do you do you say you had a uh, an overrated? Uh... Yeah, and it may not be agreed upon, but it's my opinion anyways. So uh, far, I you're think... sounding really smart. So. <laughs> I think Led Zeppelin is. And that's just my opinion. Um, okay. He's still smart. <laughs> He's still a genius. As the most overrated, I can't say that, but I do agree. They are kind of an overrated band. Um, I mean, if you ask anyone about an old rock band and it's someone who's not engrossed in music, they're going to put Led Zeppelin in through the, their top ten. You know what? The, I, I just had and, this very strange feeling. You know those YouTube videos where little kids are exposed to music that was out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what this episode is. <laughs> and we just have no business. There's somebody, there's an older person somewhere sitting listening to this going, oh, these kids. Here's why Led yeah, Zeppelin. Yeah. I, actually, I actually have reasons for this. And it's not just because I don't like their music or anything like that. It's not something very shallow. It's more the fact that I believe, one, that Robert Plant is a very overrated singer, especially if you hear his later stuff. It's He's... The lyrics, yes, they followed with a lot of North mythology, which is interesting. But a lot of their songs and riffs were stolen. Yes, and well, beca- really? that's because that's because uh, Jimmy Page was a blues player. He was never a rock player. His bread and butter was the blues. Where did they come from? The riffs. Uh, oh, there's a bunch of them. Believe me, oh, including a lot of black artists. Yes, that's. A lot of black blues players. Now, was it straight up 
straight up stolen? Or yes, did it they, wasn't like, sampled. It wasn't anything it like that. Way. It wasn't interpreted. Oh. It was straight up stolen. And wow. that's admitted. That is admitted. Uh, Jimmy Page has a book where he admitted, yes, I did this. Uh, uh-huh. It got him to where they wanted. Now, that's not saying they weren't successful at it, but and they, they were, did. They yeah. to do it. They mm. had the label that was pushing them hard. Y'all to do can't, it too. If, audience, tough. if you can't tell, I read a lot of, of autobiographies, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you ever read uh, was this stuff, Presley? Because he's was the stuff that they, that they stole, like, is there actual recording mom, of this? Tiny's mom is going to show up at your doorstep and shoot you dead. He's going to treat Elvis you like that. Yeah. Uh, they have it, actually pulled some recordings from other artists that were not even known, and they've found these riffs that were stolen, taken in, and introduced into their songs. They were, were they copyrighted? I mean, if you're going to get into copyright, not back that, then, not that back then. There wasn't a lot of <laughs> no, stuff no, no, no. Like that, that's was... just from my own personal information. No, that, that back then there wasn't a whole lot of copyright uh, for, especially for a lot of the black singers. And especially yeah. for black singers. Oh yeah. man, that's know. awful. Yeah. Let's let's uh, the uh, of patents and people who have done it before people, but you know, Edison was still patents. I mean, I don't know, I don't know that much about him, man. I consider him a one-hit wonder because Stairway to Heaven is all I really. Oh no! They get, they've got uh, uh, black dog. Uh, wait, w- yeah. wait, wait, wait! Can I, can I, can I just interject here? Yes. Because I, I am a big Led Zeppelin fan. And, I am too. I love uh, Zeppelin. They're, they're one of one of my favorite bands. I enjoy their music. But, but as considering them overrated, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, we talked about this a little bit um, at one point in time, but Led Zeppelin Four. Do you know what the? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I think I'm sorry. I think I'm uh, <laughs> but uh, sorry, y'all. Sorry, I wasn't talking to you. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. My bad. Uh, but but Led Zeppelin four, um, their album cover did not include the name of the band. It was just a. They they did that drawing. because they didn't want the audience just buying their album because they were Led Zeppelin. Because, because, because the name Led Zeppelin was on it. And yeah. they got flack for that from yeah, a lot of critics saying the only reason that these people are buying albums is because it says Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll that being said... Go ahead. I was just saying, that being said, yes. Uh, I kind of lump Led Zeppelin into the same genre as we were talking about with the Doors and Kiss. Uh, I'm not listening to Led Zeppelin to get something deep and something right, hard it's a good time. feeling, but yeah. their music is good. Yeah, Cashmere uh, is even, one of my all-time favorite songs. <laughs> even and that was a stolen being, song too. <laughs> yeah, even even if it was something that somebody else did. As far as the van goes, they were great. But at, did they get overhyped? Absolutely, 100%. I will say this, and what little I know about them, uh, they do have one of the coolest. They got really lucky with their name because that tag let the let out. Like, I, I like that. <laughs> uh, but I couldn't tell you more than like one or two of their songs. Real quick. Uh, you'll, you'll never catch me wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. I'll say that. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and knock out uh, rap and punk. Uh, rap, uh, I chose 50 Cent. What do you guys think? No, I can't say 50. <laughs> he doesn't even exist anymore. Um, I, I, yes, he does. He just wrote a book. You leave him alone. I think anything past 2005 is overrated. <laughs> Here's what I put and see if you all uh, agree or disagree. Wait, wait, can I guess? Can I guess? Yes. Little Wayne. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I said I said Fifty Cent. Dude, overrated. Uh, oh, definitely yeah. vanilla. Yes. Um, his no. Look. Watch your mouth. <laughs> his words are basic and just angry. Uh, you put him up against artists such as Eminem or even Ice Cube. They don't compare. They do, uh, they dominate in lyrical flow, story, and intelligence, and serve to move the rap community forward with groundbreaking material. Fifty Cent does nothing. Fifty Cent made it 50, big. Fifty was just a but, good time, man. Like, 50, but but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You want to talk about as far as uh, musically and and kind of being an actor. 50 uh, is straight. He's, he's not doing drugs. He's not out there drinking. Uh, so all his songs about being in the club and doing all these drugs and getting drunk are bullshit. And the only reason that I think 50 ever got big was because he had Eminem back. I agree. Yep. I, I agree with that. Yes, yep. absolutely. Completely overrated. I guess, I, we're, I just, I guess we're in agreement to that, right? <laughs> Yeah, we are. I, mean, I, think I, I, I think I just like him, you know. Oh as yeah, a, that goes without saying. I like as an him. entity. But I mean, don't get me wrong. If we're talking about overrated, um, I said Little Wayne, but Kanye West, one hundred and ten percent overrated. The yeah, man, I'm not like sure. I'm like the not, not sure how the f- he has survived. <laughs> the the man the man got popular, and let me tell you this story. The man got popular. Because he put out an album called Through the Wire, which was his first album, and he recorded it while his jaw was broken and wired shut. And that's why it's called Through the Wire. And that's how he got his style that made him popular. Well, beyond anything that he's done since then is all pop bullshit. Uh-huh. And has no effect on anything that has happened. In the I don't rap know, man. I'll, 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 I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge Kanye fan, but 808s and Heartbreak, that was a. I, I listened to that album uh, start to finish. Sir, Sir Bradley's holding his finger up like he's in uh, class. Uh, yeah, I want it to be the last thing we discuss. Okay. In general um, or just in for general. this? Okay, well, let's, uh, let's okay. go to Punk hey. then. <laughs> Um, I put Sex Pistols. I'm in agreement. There were better bands uh, like Clash. Yeah, the Clash were better and broke more barriers than the Sex, Sex Pistols any day. Half of them, look, the band couldn't even really know how to play their instruments, and they admitted that too. Hey, I, I have a really controversial uh, pick on this, by the way, and yeah. you probably are all going to hate me. Go but ahead. I think, the remote, I think the Ramones were overrated. I could care less either way. <laughs> I, I actually can see where you get that I, I don't hate them as artists I think they're great as performers and they put out some great stuff but they are especially the merchandise I see people walking around especially I know they only know what two songs they're yeah. overrated well again um, I, I, I feel kind of the same way you guys do about uh, The Doors and maybe Nirvana uh, if, if Joey Ramone had not died I don't think that they would be anywhere near as big today as they are. Now, were they influential? If they were influential on the punk culture, but do I think they are overrated? Yes, I do. Were you comparing them to Nirvana in that? When when you said you don't think if if he had not died, they would be as big? I, 
Well, because again, and, because I, don't, I think Nirvana would have went on to do so much more great stuff if Kurt had lived. See, I don't. I think uh, I, Kurt I and don't. Dave Grohl were on the outs. <laughs> I think the band was on its last legs when they did Unplugged. And uh, I think I, that Pearl Jam uh, would have been a much more uh, juggernaut. In, uh, I, I in 100% agree. I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that Kurt would have went on if he had continued to live. I don't think he would have went on to be able to produce the songs that he was producing. I think he had hit his limit. And I think. He and it's not because it. he didn't have the talent to do it. it I think mentally yeah, and emotionally not. he was done. Like, like his heart was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, done. I think he was just. He, I think he was just done. I don't think it was. You know, anything I, to do with talent. I I agree, but I don't know, man. There's a part of me like the what if factor, because I know he was very supportive of Dave doing his own thing, because Dave has said, you know, he he took songs that would eventually become Foo Fighters. Yes, uh, he was recording on the to, side and to Kurt. Right, and Kurt would say, "Yeah, that's good," or he, you know, he'd give his opinion. Um, I honestly believe that they would have, they would have split, and yep. it would have been mutual, and Foo Fighters would have still happened. But I really believe Kurt had more, man. Like, this, this, even if it was like a collaboration with date with with another artist, just like a one off thing, he could have done do something I, else. Do I believe that Kurt could have been? Big. Like, like with time, he could have done something else. Yes. No. Yeah. I 100% agree. I think Kurt could have been big. But at the time, if you look at the situation with Nirvana, he was done, man. He was just, he didn't want the success. He didn't want the commercialism. Yeah. I think, I think he was more on the screw the record label and what they want to do. Mm hmm. And he could have broken off and done some really good solo stuff, and I believe that. But for Nirvana as a band, I think they were done. Yes, sir, Bradley. I do, too. Um, Chili Peppers are considered punk, right? Mm, eh, They're a weird... They're a mixed bag. I mean, they touch a lot of different genres. They touch ska, punk, alternative... Uh, they've got some pop so in there, they're, rock. They're just a little I, bit of weird. I, they're definitely a band that I think I is think, overrated. I, I agree with but that. I, I but I do we'll, enjoy them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Under the Bridge we'll, and the California Blood, Sex, album Magic, were yeah, amazing. great album. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Blood Sugar, Sex, Magic is the best album that they ever put out ever, and y'all can fight me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's not second. I, look, I look. enjoy them. I do, but I lost complete respect to them since like the Super Bowl. Like they've proven they will sell out if they have to. And that's not even playing their music and just performing. Now, and it's definitely against everything punk. All right, now, yeah. now we have one more genre, and then we're gonna have to call it quits and do the nostalgic item. But I'm gonna mention this band, and I'm wondering if it's gonna cause a fight. Uh, okay. <laughs> what genre? I'm sorry. Metal. Metal. Okay. It's the last genre. Okay. Because okay. it, it's a juggernaut. Uh, as overrated. I think I know what you're gonna say. Okay, I could see that. Metallica. Yep. I could see that. 100%. Oh, my God. Are you serious? They had some great early stuff, but they just, dear God. Well, they well, they hey consider guys. it one of the greatest. I wrote the greatest storm of our time. I'm sorry, Alan. Well, real, real, real quick, I got to gotta interject. Uh, it's been great listening to everybody bash other people. 
but uh, <laughs> 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 but no, I, I've got to I've got to run. Um, it's been a fantastic season, and I'll see you guys later. Take care, man. Enjoy it. You, good, en- good enjoy, goodbye, sir. Bye. So, Matt. Yeah. You know that uh, we both are really big, or we were used to be really big Metallica fans. Oh yeah, I'm still and a fan. I still, and I and I'm still a big fan. I enjoy the music, but oh, yeah. but I would just like to say, um, and Justice for All, and Kill 'Em All, mm. and Ride the Lightning were amazing albums yeah, for yeah. what they were at the time. And then when they cut their hair and sold out <laughs> for the load and reload albums, I, I was kind of done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. beyond after that, it was it. it I I wouldn't even have. I liked the Black album. They had a couple of great tracks. I think one is one of my favorite tracks ever, and it's off the Black album. Mm-hmm. But yeah man they they completely sold out and it's kind of like we were talking about with uh, acdc like everything they put out after uh and justice for all just kind of sounded the same it was the same music now here's something that really makes me angry about bands like metallica and the fans that back them immensely to make them overrated is that when you look at a band no matter what genre it is if you say that they are the creators of a subgenre. You better make sure they are the first. Yep. Because if you said, yeah. because if you asked anybody who invented thrash metal, I guarantee you 99% of them would say Metallica, which is bullshit because you have bands like Overkill, Anvil, Venom. I mean, there's so many that came out before Metallica that had already gotten comfortable in that genre and breaking barriers that to say that, you know, that, that that's just over how overhyped they get. I, I just, uh, here's my thing. Uh, Kirk Hannon, who is their guitarist, uh, I think is an amazing guitarist. Uh, James Hetfield has, has some talent on a guitar. Uh, his vocals are trash. They've always been trash. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Lars Ulrich is just a dick. <laughs> I hate him so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's, if we're just being honest, man. Uh, well, his influence on just later albums, which became more and more show how much of that like let's not even get into saint anger i could even talk about the the newest of the albums death magnet and death how much magnet he, yeah and he had a heavy influence on that and you can hear it it sounds terrible yeah yeah um, I, I mean so if we're talking about saint anger uh i will have to give them a little bit of saving grace i i did enjoy the album um jordan i'm sending you a picture don't I, open it yet but I enjoyed Death Mat- or uh, I'm sorry, I enjoyed Saint Anger because basically I think it sounded like they recorded it in somebody's garage. Like the only reason that I liked it is because I thought the production value was trash, and it sounded like something that would have come out in the '80s as opposed to the 2000. Yeah. What's really bad uh, is it had a heavy amount of <laughs> production. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, and that's and that's the thing. Like, it, like that's that's kind of what makes me hate it. 
as much <laughs> as I love it is because they tried to make it sound stupid and they did. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It just, I like the music though. Uh, and, and I really, uh, I really love the new, uh, bassist. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Bradley. Okay. Oh, great new bassist. I, I actually follow that person. Very good. I know that this is probably one that we would probably have strong opinions about and want to speak about, but I know we're running really long on time. Um, And Matt is probably the only one that heard me, uh, but I wanted to speak my mind that Elvis Presley is very overrated. He was a performer, not a musician. You can't change my mind. Um, (laughs) So I will say this because I grew up in a house where Elvis was revered. Um, Matt has made me aware of this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't disagree with you. I think Elvis, I think Elvis stole all of his music. Mm -hmm. And I I was just under the impression that he was given it by the music industry. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he used to write gospel music before that. Like if you look into his history, that's what he did. But okay, came into the rock, the rock scene of what it was at that point. Yeah, it was stolen. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, and 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 let's be honest, um, his gospel stuff is way better than any of his popular stuff. Yep. And I will tell you that one hundred and ten percent. And I don't even correct. like gospel music. I don't even like it, but it's, I know it's good. But uh, let's all be honest. The song in the ghetto is probably one of the best songs ever written. <laughs> I like that song. So much so that even uh, even South Park uh, made fun of it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Elvis. Elvis was kind of one of those. Uh, and let me serve Sir Bradley to this point. Elvis was one of those people that was put on a pedestal when he shouldn't have been because of what he was doing at the time. Yeah. yeah. And I, th- and I think a lot of his later stuff sold, and he sold a bunch of movies based on his name at what he did in earlier in his career, and I don't think he deserved it. You know, it's funny. I did not realize that this was going to be the last uh, Deadpan Studio podcast as much people's were going to tick off. We'll probably lose every single one of our listeners. <laughs> uh, I email think, us. Yeah, email us. <laughs> email opinions. I think we've run this into the ground. Uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, Let's do the nostalgic item of the week. Um, okay. Audience, if you agree or disagree with us, seriously, email us. We'd like for something else to read on here. Let us uh, know, please. Yeah, let us know. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Um, now, so Bradley, I've got a picture here for you, so you don't even have to use your phone. Matt. Oh, okay. I've been sitting here waiting. Wait, wait, wait. Did you send something? Because I don't have anything. I haven't, I haven't yet. I'm yeah, ready I've been to looking. Send it. I did send it to Jordan. I okay. told him not to look at it. But uh, I'm sending it to you yet. now, Tiny. And it's not necessarily the title on it, but what it actually is. This is the nostalgic item of the week. Oh my god, dude! That is in storage right now. Wow. Huh. Really? Laser uh, disc. Laser disc. Laser disc. You know. Yeah. Um, man, I'm I'm kind of embarrassed to say because of um, you know kind of the newer. Um, environment that i've been in mm-hmm. the past few months but 
I've heard a lot about this, but I don't know anything about it's, it. It's it's just like a DVD, only it's wait. much bigger. If you look at this picture, not, wait, wait, you I'm not talking about the a... laser disc. Oh, I'm oh, talking about the wait. story. Oh, the story. Oh. Yeah, arsenic oh. and glass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought um, you were talking about laser disc. I, I was like, really? You don't know what? Oh, yeah, I did too. I was like, uh, laser disc. But yeah, I've, I've heard this <laughs> hey, discussed at, at links, but I don't. Yeah, know because it is. Uh, a couple of different theater groups were wanting to put that on in the next yeah. couple of seasons. Yeah. But yes, uh, laser disc, a home video format, hey, and the first commercial optical disc storage medium. Yes. Um. So you are aware that I know. Uh, our friend John. Yes. I will not say his last name, but uh, you, you realize he is the keeper of dead media, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, I used to live with John for a while. Shout out to and, John. Uh, yes. John, Jenny, Chris. Yes, we love you all. Please yes. listen. Um, however, he is the connoisseur of dead media, and uh, I used to live with him and talking about dead media this man owned two beta players and several several tv shows on beta tape and betamax, if any yeah. of you don't know what, yeah if any of you don't know what betamax is uh betamax oh. was the preferred it was, it, was, it, was, it was well i'm just saying it was the preferred media of the time until pornography adapted to VHS. Yes. And when porn went to VHS, VHS outsold Betamax yeah. and everybody it, it switched to, to follow VHS. porn. It went, a, <laughs> yes. it, I mean, it re I mean, it really does. And DVD but... for porn uh, knocked out VHS. <laughs> Blu-ray. Blu-ray, yeah. yeah. Uh, who, okay, I'm sorry, but nobody needs Blu-ray and 4HD in porn. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, look, let me tell you this. If you but don't it was know between that and uh, like HD, DVD. <laughs> between the two yeah, well, I'm just blu-ray which i yeah. think was the better uh, I'm, with, but... again i'm just saying if you don't know what you're looking at now <laughs> probably shouldn't be watching it that's right but yeah uh but he had a laser disc player dude with several titles and yeah amazing stuff like that was the medium at the time did you quit going out of bounds no, I think that was the sound of we're going to bring this episode to a close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's close it. All right. So once again, everybody, thank you, listeners. Thank you, everybody, for a great season. Uh, we're going to take a little hiatus after this show. We've got Cats uh, podcast coming up here in a few weeks, and then we're going to have BSF season two, and that'll bring us around to the first of the year. Another small hiatus, and then we'll be back in for more soaking nostalgia fun. So. Woo. One more time. All right. So if you would like to find us, we are at soaking nostalgia in at gmail.com deadpan studio 18 at gmail.com. We have social media. We have soaking at soaking nostalgia and at deadpan studio 18 on both Facebook and Twitter. You can't uh, miss us. And if you're listening to us, you're on one of the streaming services. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as Podbean, deadpanstudio.podbean.com. That is it. That is season two of soaking nostalgia for deadpan studio podcast. And with that for deadpan studio podcast and soaking nostalgia, I have been your host, the Matt, sir, Bradley, tiny and Jordan. Thank you, Jordan, for joining us. Everybody, 
We'll catch y'all soon. By the way, Real Metallica died with Cliff Burton. Oh.